Hi, everybody. This is Lisa Busan, and today's special guest is none other than Lane Robinson. And we met how many years ago? Five, six years ago? A long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, doing classes, you know, same development classes, spiritual development classes. And it's funny because we never really connected. We knew who each other was, but we never really connected until, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, I guess. And we really started looking at each other's stuff. And then Doreen Virtue came out with this shocker and is kind of blowing everybody away and making everybody question either our sanity or hers. <laughs> so we're going to talk to Lane because she is trained by none other than Doreen Virtue. And we'll get her take on the situation as it is. Today we have Lane Robinson on. She's an inspirational light worker and psychic medium. Mm -hmm. Very nice. And you guys, I know you're all excited for this. She works with clients in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and of course via telephone. Lane discovered her intuitive abilities at age 50. I thought I was late at 35. But see, she found it during the healing process. She was getting um, healing and alternative healing done by Eastern medicine for a traumatic brain injury, which is interesting. So yeah. is it the medicine or the brain injury, right? So she also has a few books written. One is The Enlightened by Accident, The Awakening of a Psychic Medium, and that's available on Amazon and Kindle, and that tells her developmental story and how she came about doing this. During her healing journey, though, Lane developed a protocol for trauma relief and stress management, and her book, Stress-Free Success, Where East Meets West, explains it. That's pretty cool. A survival of a potentially life disabling trauma herself. Lane specializes in working with individuals who have experienced traumatic events and loss of loved ones or who feel overwhelmed by the stress in their life. She also teaches about intuition development, stress management, and trauma recovery in online courses and at live events. She can be found at www.lanenose or in Santa Fe, New Mexico, where she does her live readings. She also is available by email if you type in info at lanenose.com. And without further ado, here we go. Lane, hi, nice to have you on the show today. You know, it's so great to reconnect with you because we have so much in common. And I didn't really realize, you know, when you're in a training class, you're so absorbed with, and we were in a, a platform class on, where we were trying to work on stage. I was kind of absorbed with my own stuff back then, but yeah. it's just so great to reconnect. So thank you for having me here. And I think this is going to be a fascinating show. So I hope everybody stays till the end because we have a lot of really great things to talk about today. Right. Also, at the very end, Lane will be offering a little goodie for you guys. So if you stay till the end and listen for the giveaway, I will help her to decide who the winner is, right? By how many okay. people are in the room. And if you guys have a question for Lane, she won't be doing readings, but she will be answering questions pertaining to the topic at hand today. So either up above or down below, you need to click the raise your hand button. It, it'll, look, it'll look like this. So, <laughs> so that I know that you have a question that you would like to chat. All right. So explain to us a little bit more in detail about this traumatic brain injury and how this all came about, this intuitive gift that just kind of blossomed. Okay. I was actually a type A control freak perfectionist. Seriously, my house looked like no one had ever walked through it, much less lived in it. My car with 50,000 miles on it smelled like a new car. You know, it never had a French fry or an animal or a child. In it. <laughs> and um, I was a management consultant. I, have a, I actually have a mastery in business from the University of Colorado Boulder. And I traveled in Europe and North America when company A bought company B. And I 
help them integrate, mainly from a marketing perspective. And one day I was driving in the morning, um, it was 8 a.m. July 6, 1998, I'll never forget it, and I was going through a solid green light, and a car turned into me following the car that went through the arrow ahead of him and never saw my car. Oh my and gosh. so he hit my rear driver's side door at probably about 20, 25 miles an hour and never braked. And fortunately, I was driving a, a really good car. The firefighters told me that I would have been killed if I would have been driving a different car and my 10-month-old nephew was in the back seat. Oh my and gosh. And he walked away without a scratch. Oh, thank which God. Which was the biggest blessing ever. Of course. And I walked away with a life-disabling brain injury that I didn't really fully even accept. I went to a holistic chiropractor and he sent me to two other doctors that I ultimately ended up at the Craig Rehabilitation Center in Denver where they said, you'll, you'll never work again. Oh, wow. And they also told me that by now I wouldn't be able to walk. And this is um, 19 years later. So, you know what I did? I said, this just doesn't work for me. I had a two-year-old consulting practice. I was in the prime of my life. And they told me that, that I needed to take Prozac sleeping pills and painkillers. And wow. sue the man who hit me driving to work at Microsoft with the sun in his eyes. And I didn't do anything they told me. I started researching alternative therapy. And what I found was craniosacral massage. So you've got a pulse in your head. You've got a pulse at the end of your tailbone. And when you balance those pulses, then the energy moves. And it was in a craniosacral session nine years after that, when I had started studying Qigong, it's um, the form I studied was a healing form uh, that some strange things happened in the session. And you can read all about it in the book, but it's not really important. But I went to an astrologer who told me, you're profoundly psychic and you're a teacher and you uh, are a healer and you can't run and you can't hide. And I walked out of this office with this page of hieroglyphics just freaking out. So I went home and Googled Sylvia Brown. <laughs> because she was the only psychic I knew of. Right. And I ended up on hayhouse.com. And I can do it Tampa. This is a trade show that they don't do anymore. But where all the top Hay House authors and teachers are there was the next month. I went to Tampa. And it was probably like Hermione Granger felt when she, as a muggle-born, went to Hogwarts, I walked in, and there were my people. Aww. So my first exposure to Doreen was she was on the big stage, and I can do it. And it was just so cool. I was just like a little sponge. And that's when I started to train as an intuitive. And then in February of the next year, I, I was living in Minnesota. I know you live in Michigan, Lisa. I was from Colorado. And everyone who lives in the Midwest knows that in about February, you have to schedule a trip to a sunny place or you'll lose your mind because <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you're freezing and it's gray, right? And right. so Charles Virtue, Doreen's son, was teaching an angel class in Sedona, oh. an angel practitioner class. And so I just wanted to go to Sedona, to be honest. I thought it was going to be kind of fluffy for me. And uh, I got there and I will say that Charles Virtue, one of the most amazing teachers you know, up there with Lisa Williams and Charles, I would, if you guys were teaching watching paint dry, I would take the class. And um, he's actually teaching in Sedona in October, both as angel practitioner class and then a teach people about how to be a practitioner class. So check those out. But anyway, I went there and when he called in the angels, my reading ability just went through the roof. And um, the second day he said, let's just try a medium reading. So pair up. 60 people in the room, sit down across from a person, see who's going to read first and give the person the name of your departed loved one. And the woman gave me her mother's name. And the first thing that happened is red popped in my head. And I didn't know how to read then. I mean, I was very, very green. So I said, I'm getting red. Is that, does she have red hair? And she said, no, it's her favorite color. And then I saw her mother in a bubble over her head. I saw her mother's face. I saw the departed father who had just crossed over next to her. I saw two young men looking up at the mother. And it was her 19-year-old brother and his friend who died in a car crash. Oh, wow. And I did this reading. And here I was, this management consultant, like, buttoned up, corporate, 
coach briefcase, you know, and uh, I thought to myself, wow, now I'm not just a freak, I'm a super freak. And <laughs> seriously, because I was this regular person. And then all of a sudden I was starting to come out to clients about my intuitive ability. And I thought, wow, what are they going to think of when I start talking about this? Yeah. And I went out on the porch by myself and Charles came out. It was at lunchtime and I couldn't even eat. And he said, are you okay? And I said, I don't really know. And it wasn't about mediumship. I got to tell you right now is like sex. So if I describe sex to you, and you had no experience, you would never want to do it, ever in a million years. So I was overwhelmed with just the miracle of mediumship, first of all, and just amazed at how cool and positive and incredible it, it was. Um, and But also with the responsibility, which I learned later was that's where you learn to trust God and trust spirit, or you can't do the work. But uh, he said, hey, my mom's teaching in Kona in a couple months, 20 students, and you nice. can go. Yes. And it was the last time she taught the 20. And it was a life-changing experience. I wrote all about it in my book. But basically, what he said to me is, you know, we're looking for mediums and the world needs more of them. And that's why we do this reading here. So that's when I say I was recruited by Doreen. His class, I think, was very similar to her angel therapy practitioner class. They were looking because they felt like the healing power of mediumship was so needed. And so that's how I found out. Wow. It's interesting how it took that life altering accident. Yes. You know, it took something that dire to get yes. you into the place or down the avenue that, yes. that your soul needed to be. Right. Yes whether it's God or angels or whatever, obviously they thought you are not doing what you're supposed to be doing here and it's time to move you around, right? Exactly. So, and the thing, the thing was that I never would have gone there if it weren't for those experiences. What's interesting, uh, Doreen and I have a couple things in common. I was actually baptized at the age of 28 as an adult and I didn't know I was an empath and I physically felt Jesus go into my body. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, I just wanted to share that, but that, that was another thing that when she talks about her situation uh, that I really understand. So I, I get it. I get it. There was a couple um, instances in my life. I was surprisingly enough, I was in the fitness industry and um, I too had that awakening or like yourself, I was taken out. That's right. You know, yours was the, the brain injury. Mine was a shattered leg. Um, so it really makes you look at, um, at first it's like, why me? Why me? What's going on here? Why did this happen? And then you look at it, you know, of course, years later, we can look at this and say, it's the best thing that ever happened to me. And I think you and I could probably do a whole show just about stories of profound healing that happens during medium readings and right. things that people have discovered that change their life uh, because of it. Mm -hmm. And that is the real gift to me. It's it the is. real gift is when someone comes to you and they're just in such a tough place and, you know, they end up having a life changing experience because of information that they get. And that's what I think is the real gift of mediumship. It is. It really is. So you're on this path. You're discovering all these, this cool stuff. You're amazed at all the weird and wacky and wonderful things that are coming through in these readings that, and you're surprising yourself with your intuitive ability that you never knew you had. How do you not think you're going insane? Oh, I never thought I was going insane because you know, I have never, in all the readings I've done in nine years, I have never had weirdness, anything scary, creepy, mm -hmm. dark, or the least bit strange happen during a reading. That's so great. I, I think it's because of my process, and I really want to talk about my process because I think it's going to give people some insight into how we work mm -hmm. and um, 
can can we just kind of talk a little bit about, bit about Doreen's video now and then segue into how we work and why it's beneficial? Sure. Okay? Of course. Yes. Okay. So why so, do you feel in the first place that you need to respond to Doreen's video? Well, I felt that I needed to respond because I have a different perspective. And the first thing I want to say is that we probably, for people who don't know about it, most of the people who are listening to this probably know about it, but several months ago, evidently, Doreen started posting a lot of uh, biblical scripture and prayers and Christian-based content on her website. And late in August, she posted a video where she wanted to clear the air, and she felt like she said she was being attacked. And during that video, she basically said that mediumship is separate from God and that it's not appropriate to get advice from the departed. And I would say in my readings, 5% might be advice. It's usually about, is it okay for the person who's still here to sell the house? You know, or the advice is please take down the shrine <laughs> that you built for me in the dining room. Right. Right. It's most of it's not necessarily about the departed giving advice. But in my experience, and that's why I want to share my process, mediumship is absolutely connected to God, and I can't do it without that angle. So I just felt like, you know, here's, here's the tricky part. Doreen has 1.5 million fans on Facebook. So if she was a psychic medium in Westwood, LA, in a strip mall, and she had this happen, it's not that big of a deal. But because she's so well-known, yes, and so respected, her words carry more weight. And I also wanted to say that I congratulate her because you know what? The spiritual evolutionary journey is what we're all about as light workers. That's what we want for people. So she's found a different direction. And people have said to me, Do you think this is authentic? Like, do you think she made this up? And if she did as a marketing strategy, it would be brilliant, by the way. And that's my background because she now is being lifted up as the new age guru who's denouncing the work. But you know what? I spent three days in Kona, up close and personal with Doreen in a room with 20 students and three other teachers. And here's my take on Doreen Virtue. And I talk about this in my book. She's one of the most authentic, real, what you see is what you get, walk your talk people that I've ever met. And I found her to be completely genuine. And to be honest with you, no one brought her water. Nobody waited on her. She ate lunch in the same room with her, with the classmates. And if I would have been as famous as she was, and I was teaching that class, people have been waiting on me like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, hey, I'm the queen. And you guys need to respect my position. But she was so down to earth. So I don't think that it's orchestrated at all. I really believe what she's saying. However, she's in a really tricky situation. And at the end of the broadcast, I'd really like to recommend something to her as a marketing strategist that I think will kind of help smooth things over. But, the, you know, I've seen some things on Facebook, like people say, well, my certifications aren't good anymore. Well, yes, they are. You know, it'd be like if Harvard Medical School said, we're going to quit teaching Western medicine and we're going to go all Eastern. Right. You're still an MD who you have a Harvard MD, right? So I really think that the work that we do is still valid and most people will still respect it. And I'm not here because I'm concerned about the market for mediumship shrinking. I'm just concerned that some of the things that she said are contrary to my personal experience. Mm -hmm. What's her take on communication with angels on the other hand? What's my take on it? No, no, no. What's Doreen's? Is she still pro? I think, you know, it's in the video, she, it was really interesting. One of the really interesting things about the video is that she said that she was trying to clear the air with people who didn't understand why she'd given up her life's work, but she wasn't using our language. So she never really specifically talked about the angels. It, it was a very small part of it if she said anything about the angel. She did say, though, that tarot is not appropriate as a predictive tool. And we, if you and I were talking about doing a reading and, and we would say, 
you use cards? We would never say, do you use tarot? We'd say, do you use Oracle cards? Because in our business, that's the generic term for any cards that we would use to predict. So I've never used traditional tarot because it's a little dark for me. I, the sword suit with all the swords sticking in and out of people, I just am this like honey and butter kind of <laughs> light worker. And uh -huh. so I've just always used really positive cards if I'm using them. But she, when she said that, I wondered if she was just disapproving of tarot itself or all oracle cards. Um, so it was a little bit confusing, but I don't remember her. I think she still loves the angels and she still believes in the angels, but her message was more about you need to go directly to God. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Yeah. I understand that. So how do you know that your work, if you continue on with mediumship, how yeah. do you know that the work that you do as a medium is in alignment with God? Great question. And I absolutely am continuing my work as a medium. Um, because I'm called and, and, you know, Lisa, I don't know what you think, but I believe that we're born. I believe mediums are born. I do that believe if we so. went into a room full of psychics. We can't teach everybody to be a medium because we have an extra frequency. And I know it's passed down genetically because my grandmother had the ability. And as I look back, you know, she told me some things that you couldn't know if you weren't a medium. So I want to just talk about my process because I think it's really illustrative. And most people don't know this if you're a five sensory civilian like I used to be, but we actually have a process that we go through before we communicate with the departed. All of us have a process. So my process starts with the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> and I actually learned that from Sonia Choquette. And it's really great because it just gets you in the right space. And then I use a little um, process that I learned in healing Qigong that kind of balances my energy. And then I start asking the angels to come and help me. And I call them by name and they each have uh, specific expertise and they work for God basically. And this was, I was taught by the virtues that, that they are God's assistants and they work for every denomination of people or people who even don't believe in God they will help you. And I work with Archangel Michael for protection. I work with Archangel Raphael for healing. I work with Archangel Gabriel for messages. And people who know me know that I'm funny. Um, Archangel Haniel, I work with her because she helps me deliver messages with grace. And I think that's what differentiates a good medium from a great medium, is we can all see, but delivering the message in the best possible way is where it's really differentiates us. And then depending on what's going on, I may work with a couple of other angels. I also do energy healing and clearing for people. And I work with Jesus and Mother Mary. And Jesus is right here and Mary's right here and the angels look at me. Mm -hmm. So that's my process. So here's the thing, when we were in LA, Lisa Williams uses a little bit different process. She works with her own spirit guide team I tried it, I couldn't do it. So I feel like I can't do my work without God. Mm -hmm. And working with the angels is, is as connected as you can get. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when I first developed mediumistically, I was very involved in the angels. And as my practice uh, was kind of funneled into uh, working more with uh, ancestors, just ancestors, I went more into spirit guide work. And now I know they're working in the background and I can feel them there, I can sense them there. Um, but primarily I go straight to the source, I go straight to God, to Jesus, and to the ancestors. You know, I don't, it just doesn't come up very often anymore. And it's not by my choice, it's just the way it's, you know, we all evolve in our spiritual in our practice and by the way if you don't have the book lessons from Je the lessons of jesus christ that lisa wrote you've got to get the book i love that book and i'm a pretty decent writer you're a phenomenal writer and Aww, seriously i read it this weekend i couldn't put it down and it was so in alignment with 
Well, it's just so amazing. I mean, it's just got a great approach where you're bringing in these messages and they're beautiful. So I just wanted to thank you for writing that book too. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. It, it's funny. I thought when I first started writing, it was just going to be a thing for me. And then it's just taken off. So it's, it's lovely. It's, it's really lovely. And I'm sure your work is the same. You know, it's, it speaks, you have to describe first. I think when you write your book, you know, especially your first book, you, uh, you, you explain yourself, you know, right. and, and you help your readers come to understand who you are and where you're coming from. And I think that's really important first off um, so they can understand your credibility. They understand that you've been there, you've walked that path that they have. And I really believe that, you know, your, your books are doing that, which is lovely, which is really lovely. Thank you. Yeah. So tell me also, um, so how would you, so if you work with Jesus and God and the angels, how would you describe your, the benefits of mediumship? Mediumship is a healing practice. And I don't know that all mediums consider themselves to be healers, but all of my teachers do. Mm -hmm. Because can I just tell a story about a reading? Because I think that will of give course. people a really great example. Okay. Of course. So I had a woman come to me who... 33 years old, her husband aged 40, three-year-old son. And she actually worked for a doctor. And one night her husband wasn't feeling well and they just decided not to call a doctor, not to take him to the ER. And they knew that he was diabetic. So the next day he stayed home from work. She went to work and took their son to daycare. And she came home that evening and found her son dead in the living room. Oh, my gosh. So here is a woman who's been walking around thinking she killed her husband. Can you imagine the guilt as, as a woman and a wife thinking, I should have made him go to the doctor. Right. I killed my son's father. We should have gone to the ER. And she came to me for a meeting reading. We connected with her husband. And he was hilarious. This is the other thing that's so cool about mediumship is if you're hilarious on earth, your soul personality stays with you and you're hilarious on the other side. Yeah. So he was just cracking jokes and it was just one of those readings that's just really upbeat and people are coming to you for a medium reading. So they think, oh, it's going to be right. People cry because they release, but medium readings can be really upbeat and yes so here's what he told her i crossed over and i'm probably i'm going to try not to choke up here i crossed over at the appropriate time it was my time to go and i had work that i needed to do on the other side but here's the deal it's a good thing that we didn't call the doctor and then i didn't go to the er that was the best decision we could have made because I would have gone into a diabetic coma and you would have had to pull the plug and make that decision to end life support and fight my family. And you would have had financial expenses like crazy during that whole process. So you can thank, you know, your lucky stars that we didn't call the doctor and it wasn't your fault. I mean, uh. how can you, how can you argue it's with that? Amazing, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't have a tissue, so I'm going to just do this. But those are the kinds of things that happen in medium readings. And the reason that I had to be here today, Lisa, and you know I have the face for radio. I love radio. And I don't normally do video, but I felt so strongly that just because Doreen has gone in this direction, that people don't deny themselves the healing power of mediumship. I know I'm crazy, but I really feel so strongly about this. I do too. I really do. Because like you, in my practice, people will leave relieved yes. at peace. Um, understanding that their loved ones are okay on the other side. Yeah. That, they, that, that they're forgiven. Um, and it also gives the living the opportunity to, I guess, talk to them 
through me. And of course, we, you and I know that, that they can talk to them at any time. But sometimes they just need to be um, in front of someone that they know can communicate. Yeah. Now, it's a funny thing, too, because I love when you said that um, the personality comes through, because I have also found this to be the case. And for some reason, I get a lot of, I get a lot of that um, humor that comes through in a lot of my readings. Um, and I was actually criticized for it one time, um, really? but, that's, but that's the way the information that came through because I, like you, you give exactly what you get, you know, I mean, what's um, the first get? thing that we learn? You have to give what you get. And exactly. we were taught by the most ethical teachers, right? You know, that's our responsibility. And we have to trust. The exactly. other thing I was going to say is you've never trusted spirit more than when you're doing a medium reading. And, you know, get on stage with a microphone in your hand and you've never been closer to God. <laughs> Seriously. Yep. Yeah. Because we would never be able to do the work if we had to assume the responsibility. No. We, it would mess up our energy. You just have to surrender. So I love that. And I love that you said that, that it's valid. And whenever people come to me, I always say, go in peace knowing that your loved one is with you in spirit. Yes. Because oh, absolutely. All the time. All the time. You know, it's, it's interesting because, for instance, when you're doing a public demonstration, you know not everyone's going to be um, communicating with their loved one. There's just not enough time or energy or spirit's not able to kind of lock into your radio station, so to speak. Um, and that, you know, I, it always disappoints me that I can't touch in with everybody, of course. But you have to understand, especially in a public setting, that, that that's going to happen. One, there's not enough time, of course. But then also, some people receive messages much better in a private setting yes. than in a public setting. Whether it's they themselves that would be, you know, too choked up or uh, crying like a baby or whatever. Or yes. maybe the messages from your loved ones would be determined to be too personal to do in a public venue. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And there's a, this work is very intimate and you have to be a trustworthy person and people have to really trust you. And, you know, I have to tell you, you and I both have dozens of friends who are medium and for the most part, they're the most compassionate, sincere, loving, genuine people that mm -hmm. I've ever met. Yeah, because we get it. We get it. We see the ramifications. We see the, the law of attraction at work, right? So because what you're going to give out is going to come back to you. And I see that because we are so, you know, we're working with spirit all the time, whether it's uh, publicly, privately, or just on our own. Right. We see those ramifications and we understand what uh, what we do will affect others, if not today, for years down the road, you know, and bringing that that rule or that law into our being is of utmost importance to us because we know that we have that connection and we have that responsibility. And I think, as you said earlier, you know, we're born this way, and I do believe that. Uh, whether the, it, it uh, manifests in a trauma like ours or not. Um, but knowing, like we came here for a purpose. Yes. We came here for a purpose. You know, just like all these people in 9-11, you know, they talked about that yesterday, of course. Um, there was a purpose there. So, you know, same thing here. So why do you think, do you think there's any marketing ploy or... Uh, is what's going on with Doreen Virtue? Like in your opinion, because you know her, um, why, why do you think that all of a sudden she's turning the page here? Well, you know, I'm not her BFF, but I, when I was a consultant, my job was to travel to work teams. I probably worked with 50 or 60 top executives and work teams in my life. And when I would go to classes, I would study the teacher because I knew I would be teaching someday myself right and I, I'm here with the most talented authors in the world and teachers and so I dissect like 
how do they communicate with you after you sign up for the class and how do they price and what do they include and how do they run their class and um i will tell you that i believe that she saw jesus i believe that when she tells her story it's all correct one thing about doreen is she goes all in she doesn't do anything halfway mm -hmm. and so she believed that that was the sign that he wasn't just another ascended master, that he is, you know, the man. And that's when she really started studying scripture more. So I don't think it's a marketing play. If it was, it's brilliant. But I just, from what I know about her, I believe that it's authentic. So, you know, well, she said it's kind of difficult to do this in the public eye. I think it's difficult to know what to do because mm -hmm. of the number of people. I mean, she's trained thousands of mediums. I know she's trained 7,000 angel therapy practitioners in Australia alone. So she used to train people, 800 people at a time for that course. Wow. That's got to be tens of thousands of people worldwide. So it's a tricky PR situation. Um, how much time do we have left in the show, Lisa? Um, we're looking at about 15 to 20 minutes. Okay. So could I tell a personal story and then I'd like to talk about what I think she should do? Sure. Would that be okay? Of course. So one of the things I think as a medium and I'm Capricorn rising. So anyone who knows about astrology knows that if I do anything out of line, I'm in big trouble with Saturn. So I'm actually a very straight arrow kind of person, even after I started exploring working as a light worker. And I think I'm even more, and what I heard you saying, and I love this, is just how responsible we feel to do the right thing and to really serve people. And I wanna say that my 26 year old nephew took his own life last year. Oh my gosh, and I'm sorry. I was in a healing session with a healer I really trust, and he said, you've gotta to talk to your nephew. And, um, I, I didn't know that I felt right about that, right? Because you, we, we, we really work with integrity. And he said, he's here and you have to talk to him. So I went home and I really thought about it and I went outside and I meditated and I talked to my nephew. And I found out when I talked to him, I'd already had another friend who was a medium who right after he, I found out that he'd passed away, she talked to me and she was getting messages. She was amazing. But for some reason, I had to talk to him, and he Directly. told me that no one could have pre prevented his taking his life, and he explained the circumstances to me, and then when I understood it, I, I believed him. So for his, his friends, no one, everybody wondered, why didn't he call somebody? Right. And there was a reason that I found out. So for me, it was very healing as a medium to be able to talk to a, de a departed loved one. And normally, I don't know, about three years ago was the first time anyone crossed over that I knew and I could get messages immediately because they knew you, they know you, right? right? And that's why we know so much about what happens when you die because we talk to the departed. But for me, that was where the gift of mediumship was really special for me because I was able to communicate with him in a way I couldn't have if I wouldn't have been a medium. Right, right. It's interesting that you say that because I had a niece who passed away. Um, so sorry. She was about 25. I think she was about 25. And the same as you, she came to me. Well, I found out she passed. And about two hours later, I finally I left work and I came home and I was able to communicate. So just like you. So right, right. away, you know, right away. Um, and it can happen whether they're relatives or not. It really depends upon their ability to get through to you, of course. Um, you know, some people don't recommend, like, I don't recommend my clients coming to me for at least three months after their loved ones pass away. Just, it's not necessarily for the spirit people, but also for the sitter, for the client. You oh, know? absolutely, because you're processing so much. Exactly. And I also feel like, you probably won't retain or be able to really assimilate what happens in the medium reading much before three months. I agree with you. 
Yeah. Yeah. And people can go anytime. I mean, if it's been five years and you still every day just wake up with that knot in your stomach mm-hmm. and you're, and you are feeling like you can move forward. I think that's another thing that mediumship does for people is it helps them move forward. And we also get the message oftentimes from the departed, go get a life. <laughs> yes. So, you know, don't yeah. think that you feeling so sad and horrible and not dating again or not loving again or not doing the things that you need to feel supported moving next to people that are going to be there for you is making me feel any better because it's not right. right? Exactly. Yeah. So there's yeah. Just so many, we could just talk about why mediumship is so cool for days. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Anyways, so let's uh, reiterate uh, how people can get in touch with you. So if you would share that information with us, please. I'm sure you can reach out to me at info at lanenose.com. And that's L-A-N-E-K-N-O-W-S. LaneRobinson.com is not available. There's this guy in Canada who has it. Um, Or they can go to lanenose.com. They can actually schedule right online. That's my new thing I added two weeks ago. So I was very proud of myself. And also I do readings here in Santa Fe, New Mexico in beautiful El Dorado. And I also do phone readings. So thank you for that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Oh, and I have a Facebook page, Lane Robinson, inspirational light worker. We're going to talk about Dorian's 1.5 million followers. I have 109. So if you (laughs) want to go like my page, because I'm not focused on that stuff. Right. Right. It's a process. Right. Not it people is. don't love me. It's just that I don't solicit Facebook likes. No, no, I don't either. It just happens. <laughs> you know, it just happens when you post stuff, you know, people like it or whatever, and your word gets out, you know, word gets around, that type of thing. Um, especially I am going to post something today that, that I found this morning that Doreen posted on September 8th, 2011. It was actually in Heal Your Life, and it was the uh-huh. definition of a light worker. And I thought it was very fascinating. Very cool. Yeah, that's a really great idea. That's especially right after all this stuff comes out with her. Um, I will also post all your pertinent information on the show page when um, I upload it to YouTube. And then, um, so the links will all be in there as well. So, so when did you finally decide to, are you a full-time medium? Well, I actually do many different things. So people come to me for sessions, either 30 or 60 minutes, and they feel stuck, overwhelmed, or they've experienced a trauma. I also do life path astrology because of the way I found out about my life purpose. Mm -hmm. And I also do a reading called Soul Harmony that heals trauma from past lives. So I do psychic readings. I do medium readings. I just call them inspirational sessions. And then when people come to me, we figure out what they need. Very cool. Very cool. That is, it's great. And as you are aware, maybe the listeners aren't, all mediums are psychic. All mediums are psychic as well. It's like you can't have one without the other. However, not all psychics are mediums. There we go. So you just opened an office in El Dorado, which is just east of Santa Fe, New Mexico, and you work with clients there. Um, So you also do phone readings as well, correct? Yes. And what is your phone number that people should call? It is 505-690-9627. Very good. Thank you very much. So So can I make my recommendation now about what I think Doreen should do? Absolutely. Let's do this. I'm going to give her free marketing consulting. Okay, so when I first started this in this business, I didn't have my own stuff. I hadn't written a book. I hadn't packaged a course. And so I sent my clients, because I was a consultant, management consultant, I would say, you need to go read this book. You need to get this CD. So for my tuning into your intuition class, I use Archangels 101 as my textbook. And every student has to purchase that. So it's a couple hundred people right there. Her Healing with the Angels CD. I sent many people to that to learn how to clear their energy. I sent people to different books. And one thing I have to say about Doreen Virtue, she was talking about how people were also disparaging her for the amount of money she made. 
You traveled for 25 years. You were on the big stage that I can do it for 10. Every single thing Doreen has ever produced is of the highest quality. I mean, top notch. Right. So I would not feel badly about making money, you know, in this business. But here's the thing. So you're standing on a platform with 1.5 million Facebook followers that I helped you build. I sent Doreen my clients. I mm -hmm. sent her my students. Right. I went to her events. I brought people. So I feel like I hammered a few nails into that platform. Yes. And this is the tricky part. So she's standing on a platform that I and thousands and thousands of people worldwide helped build denouncing our soul work. And so I would respectfully request, Doreen, that you not grandfather in my people into your new business venture and include them in your new target market. And I would recommend that you take down your Facebook page, Doreen Virtue Therapist, and let people know you're doing it and start a new page as Doreen Virtue Christian Author and then let people decide if they want to go there. Because I think that people feel badly about unliking and unfollowing. And that's the part that's just a little sticky for me is you talked about throwing Jesus out with the organized religion bathwater. Well, you've already thrown this medium out with the new age bathwater. And that's a whole nother topic about how we define new age and how we're all very different. And so I would just respectfully request that if you do that, I think that people, it would just be easier for people, you know? I agree. I agree. I think, um, I think it could have been handled a little bit differently. It could, I you know, think it's like have... a new love affair. Right. She I mean, that's have... how I look at it. She's so excited. It's like you, you, you're, you joined a multi-level marketing organization. Right, but right. that's what evangelical Christianity is all about, and she's mm -hmm. just doing the things she does. But I don't right. think she had time to think it through. And you and I both know this can be a lonely road because most of us are one-person companies, and we might have some people that we talk to about business. But you have to have so many skills to be successful in this business. And I think for me, that's the stuff that's the tricky stuff. You know, if I didn't have to manage all the social media and the technology and the right. deciding, should I post this? Should I post that? Should I do this? Should I do that? My life would be cake. But today I felt so strongly, as you can tell, that I just had to say something. No, so sometimes. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Sometimes we, we have these epiphanies and these, I, I guess we, we want to get on our high horse, not necessarily, but on the high horse so that we can make, take a stand and do something that we're strongly believing in. And I honor you for that. That's, that's totally right up my alley because. Well, and that, that's what she's doing. She thinks she's helping people. She believes that she's being of service. Right. And I completely understand that. But where it's getting tricky is with her new views on work that she used to and not just teach about but look for people yeah 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 so it's just kind of an odd thing so let's um go ahead here um you are being gracious and donating a complimentary 30-minute inspirational phone session for one of the listeners yeah. We just need the name. I just need the name of the winner and we can send them to your website. So at the moment, we only have one, two, three. We have five. We only have five people online at the moment. So give me a number, one to five. Five. Number Color five. five. So if you would just email info at laynose.com, we'll get you scheduled. You and don't want to schedule online. Okay. Because Her it's first free. name is. Her first name is Roberta. Hey, Roberta. Right. Yeah, her first name is Roberta. Roberta, you are the winner of the complimentary 30-minute phone session with Lane. Please 
email info at lanenose.com. Just a second, let me get her on the line and I can, so we can make sure that she's the one who is um, actually up and running and sending <laughs> the information. Let me get her on. Roberta, I've got you on, let me unmute you. Hi, sweetheart. Hello, Lisa, and hello, Lane. Thank you so much. Thank you for the session today, but thank you so much for picking my number. You're oh. so welcome. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, I love the number five, so. Yep, yep. So yeah. thank you very much, Roberta, and thanks for tuning thank in. Thank you. Thanks oh, very welcome. much. Oh, you're welcome, honey. You're welcome. Um, so, Lane, I'd like to thank you very much for coming on. I really appreciate your insight and because that's Doreen Virtue is, you know, I, I follow her and I and I got all of her books and everything, but I, I didn't see the video. I didn't see the video and I wow. saw uh, there was comments made about it and some of them pretty derogatory, but I wanted to talk to someone who um, had like firsthand knowledge of who Doreen really is, right? Yeah. So, and I'm, so I'm very appreciative of that and I'd like to thank you for coming on. Well, thank you so much and great to reconnect. And I'm sure that we will talk further down the road, but I feel like it was important to be here today. And I thank to our listeners, thanks to people for sharing the video because I think it will really help clear the air. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So hopefully everybody, you now have an informed decision as to mediumship or not, right? Whether you are the, the client or the medium yourself. So use your, use your little two cents up here and put your own intuition to work. And I wish you all well. Lane, mwah. Thank you mwah so back much. back Oh, thank you. And until next week, my little chickadees, may you seek the divine, be the divine, and you're going to reap the divine. God bless you. Thank you.